0: Hello, peace be with you. The notion that I want to tackle today is the notion of suffering. Suffering is a very difficult notion with multiple meanings and understandings depending on the spiritualities, the religions and the philosophies we are referring to. Now if we come to a normative definition of suffering in fact, we are dealing with the negative side of life, when something hurts or is painful, we are talking about suffering, so there is a connection here with something which is hurtful. It could be that we are referring to the physical side of the, 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 the reality. Or, or, or it could be also that we are talking about psychology and we are talking about different dimensions. And it has to do sometimes with uh, what is understood at what is uh, uh, wrong, what is bad. Uh, so, there is here a moral connotation when we talk about right and wrong, good and bad, and very often we refer to suffering in moral terms when it comes to this. This is of course, specifically in the religious traditions and the three monotheisms, where these uh, connections are very often made. Now, let us come to very basic understanding and definition before entering into a, 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 a deeper discussion about the, the meaning of suffering in our life. So, first, what we have is that we have uh, physical uh, suffering, we have... Uh, mental suffering, and we have also existential suffering when it comes to the meaning of life, when everything seems to collapse, that we don't know what is going on, we don't get the meaning of our life. The, 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 the perception here is that, yes, we are going through an experience which is uh, uh, this uh, Uh, existential suffering because at the end of the day we are not at peace with ourselves we are not at peace with the world we are not even at peace with God if we believe uh, in God if we believe that this life uh, has a meaning we don't know how to get it so now having this uh, understanding there are three main questions that are uh, rising when we talk about uh, uh, suffering and In a very simple way we can put this uh, by saying first what is the source of suffering so the source the origin uh, and then coming to the second question what is the meaning of suffering why are we suffering how do we understand suffering in our life and the third question getting as a consequence of the first two questions is what place are we giving to suffering in our life what can we do with suffering when we have no other option but to accept that life has to do with suffering now these uh, three questions are essential for every one of us in our daily life, in the way we are dealing with ourselves, in the day we, the way we are dealing with our uh, fellow brothers and sisters in humanity, within our society, with our kids, whatever uh, uh, and however we are living our life, the, the, the way we have to deal with suffering will have an impact, a, con- a consequence on our daily life. If we come to the very old Buddhist tradition and we try to get a sense of how did they deal with and are still dealing with this fundamental question about the source of uh, suffering and the meaning of suffering, we get to an answer which is essential, that at the end of the day, life per se is suffering. The very moment that I, as a a human being, as uh, somebody who gets his or her consciousness, the self consciousness, the starting point of this uh, understanding that I am alive is the starting point of suffering. So, life is suffering by the very essence of I being alive and having to deal with myself and then with the world. So, in fact, as much as I have to deal with myself, I have to deal with the world and I have to go through a process of uh, getting out of this ego, this I that is the center of my suffering. So it's the relation between the two notions that we have in the Buddhist tradition, Atman and, and, and Buddha, which is the global uh, uh, being, is the universe, the whole being and the way we have to deal with it. To the point that in some Buddhist traditions, in order to get rid or to uh, uh, get away uh, or to liberate yourself from your ego and this I where uh, you will find the suffering, you also have to renounce the world. So it's a double renunciation. In order to get rid of suffering, you need to deal with your ego and in order to deal with your ego, you have to get away from the world and of course this is not the only answer we have in the buddhist tradition because many were discussing the fact by saying no you should not get away from the world for example serving the poor in the world would be a way for you to deal with your own ego which by the way we find this in uh, the Jew, uh, the Jewish tradition, the Christian tradition, and the Islamic tradition as well, is it's the way you are involved in the world that is important and not to try to renounce the world. Uh, and Albert Schweitzer, when he was talking about the Asian and the Buddhist tradition, he was saying that this was the critical, the, center, the nexus of all this uh, Philosophical and spiritual consideration uh, and answers, how do we have to deal with the world, do we have in order to suffer less, to be less involved, which means to give up with the world, which could be a problem in the way you can understand your involvement with your own life. Having said that, uh, there is something here which uh, uh, is essential in our understanding of uh, um, uh, suffering because it's the essence, the essence of life has to do with this. So it's the way we are going to deal with this life and this with my ego in this life and my ego being alive that I have to deal with and try to, uh, to address the issue of suffering by dealing with my ego and dealing with the world. So there is two steps. There are two steps. The first one has to do with acceptance and renunciation or renouncement, as it is said in the Buddhist tradition uh, when it comes to the way we deal with the world. In the monotheistic traditions, it's quite different because it's not with life as the essence of life, but it has to do with the first uh, fault, the first, the first moral for the, the fall has to do with, in fact, there is a connection between the first moral fault, the, the, the fall that we had at the beginning of the creation with Adam in the uh, three monotheistic traditions, and suffering. Suffering started with this, because uh, it's because Uh, there was no obedience, there was a moral mistake, there was uh, the sense of guilt that suffering came to be uh, felt by human beings. So the connection between suffering and morality is essential to the point that very often the the first reaction with someone who is uh, believing in one God is I'm suffering because I made something wrong. It has to do with my Uh, sense of uh, guilt it has to do with my uh, me being guilty of something Uh, which by the way could be right but also could nurture a sense of oh suffering is all about being uh, uh, guilty it's about the sense of guilt it's about guiltiness so we are nurturing this and we are trapped into a perception of life which has to do with everything comes to uh, a moral translation Uh, And uh, we are imprisoned into uh, the reality of suffering being uh, an answer to something and not a a door towards something else, a way towards something else, which once again, it's not, and this is where we have to be cautious, it's not the only position, it's not the only understanding we uh, got in the monotheistic traditions, many were not only dealing with the sense of guilt, but much more with the sense of uh, responsibility, being in charge, knowing that we have to do something out of it and with it and beyond it. That's essential in our discussion. And and, and there is a philosopher at the center of the Western tradition, but also very knowledgeable about the Eastern tradition, uh, such as uh, Friedrich Nietzsche, who came with a very, very strong position on it. And he had an essential question. Tell me what you do with your suffering. I will tell you who you are. At the end of the day, if suffering for you is just a translation of your uh, uh, guilt and a translation of you being a moral being, and it's all about you being a sinner, you being bad, and then uh, you translate this in... I'm suffering because I'm bad, so I'm going to accept the suffering and accept that I am bad and I end up being passive with it and even uh, uh, not appreciating, not getting what life is bring providing you with as something which is a gift, because life is a gift and even in the most uh, uh, powerful moral discourses that we have, Life is a gift, so you have to, to thank God for it. So how are you going to thank God for being alive and at the same time translate everything which is uh, connected to suffering to I'm bad, I'm a sinner, I deserve just to, to deal with my suffering and not to appreciate what life is bringing me or uh, uh, offering me. So, that's an essential question, because he was dealing with the Christian tradition at that time, but in fact he was dealing with all the monotheistic traditions, even though he made and uh, considered that they were not all uh, the same. This was his strong position, and he was saying at the same time, but there is another way to deal with suffering, which is uh, creativity, that out of suffering you should be able to celebrate life, to make something with your suffering, to transform your suffering, to translate your suffering into something which is, yes, I suffer because I am alive, life is a gift, and the way I deal with my gift is to be creative, is to uh, be an artist uh, and then have to do something out of it. So these are two positions and two answers, two reactions to uh, suffering. And, in fact, we have to acknowledge something, that the most beautiful songs are coming out, are created, are uh, nurtured by the saddest uh, uh, heart and the saddest uh, uh, period of time in our life. When we are sad, we are much more creative. It's very difficult to write a beautiful song when you are happy. Very often, it's, it's our ones that are helping us to be creative and to translate this into something which is beautiful in fact beauty has to do with suffering in artistic terms that's essential because beauty is celebrating life so how are you going to deal with suffering that you can understand as against celebrating life because you deal with it as if it's all about the bad side, the moral side, the 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 dark side of life. And then at the same time you create this beauty that or you 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 translate this into this beauty which is exactly the opposite, celebrating life. Now when we deal with this we have to, to be very cautious because it's not black and white. It's not, oh, it has nothing to do with morality. Oh, it has to do with morality and nothing to do with creativity. It has nothing to do with the meaning of it. It's, it's just the way it is. And our life is absurd and, and there is no sense. And, 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 and end up on the rational side, on the spiritual side, into a black and white position. There is something that is more uh, important. And, and, and the starting point is to distinguish between acceptance is not renunciation. Acceptance is not just a sense of guilt that you get and then you are trapped within it. And renunciation couldn't be the answer when it comes to life, but renunciation doesn't mean that the opposite is I go with my life, I don't consider the moral side, I don't consider morality, I don't consider suffering as something which is helping me to be a better human being. There is a a, a notion that we find in psychoanalysis, which is interesting, which is a, a sublimation, which in fact has to do with the artists, when they are dealing with their own suffering, their own wounds, their own you know, uh, uh, mistakes, their own trauma and uh, uh, nephrosis, and they are dealing with uh, this by trying to translate this into a poem, into uh, a painting, into music, and this is also something which has to do with creativity uh, and a way for a human being to deal with, or her, with his or her suffering now the conclusion of that when we have this picture and you understand the different answers and and even the discussion that we had about okay uh, suffering is telling us something about the world are we fundamentally good or fundamentally bad so is suffering ha- uh, is suffering connected to our natural and essential status that's a very long discussion uh, a very uh, old discussion uh, that we have in 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 the west it was you know uh, summarized and uh, epitomized in the discussion of dostoevsky saying and talking about this young boy of eight years old that he, he is suffering and how god who is so good and so full of love can let an innocent young uh, person suffer in such a way and uh, uh, we had exactly the same in the French tradition with Camus in his book uh, uh, La Peste so talking about the same situation but in fact we find this in uh, in the Taimia already talking about this based on what we got in the Greek tradition and even in the Confucianist uh, tradition Confucianist was dealing with this Four centuries before uh, 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 Jesus Christ and and dealing with this when uh, uh, Mencius was talking about the good uh, uh, nature of human being and a a century later uh, Xunzi responding to him, no, human being is bad. So responding to uh, and taking the position of Hobbes in the Western tradition uh, versus the Rousseau tradition in the West saying that the human beings are good by nature. This is connected to the very meaning of nature, because if we are good, what is the meaning of uh, suffering? And if we are bad, we can connect this to uh, morality. So very old discussion, very trans-cultural, trans-religious uh, 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 discussion, and we have to try to find a way, and as I said, it's not black and white. So, the intersection of all these teachings could be that uh, we need to get five main uh, teachings here, or at least uh, understandings that could help us to deal with it in a way which is reasonable, and at the same time, spiritual for those who are spiritually oriented and religiously uh, concerned. Uh, The first is just uh, to get a very simple understanding. We are very often dealing with a binary understanding uh, of things, so with misfortune uh, uh, it's because we are suffering because we are dealing with misfortune that we know the meaning of well-being we know the meaning of happiness so it's a binary reality this is the way it is this is the way we get uh, 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 an understanding of things we need the opposite to get to understand uh, something so no happiness without Uh, sadness, no uh, fortune without misfortune, no well-being without the opposite, which is what hurts us, what is uh, uh, painful, we have to deal with it. The second teaching here is that uh, suffering helps us to Become somebody, to come back to ourself, to become better, to 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 come back to the essential. So we are dealing with very superficial things. We are dealing with money. We are dealing with uh, uh, um, anything that is uh, not the essence of our life. And at one point, suffering. Say okay what is essential in your life. We, we are wasting our time and suffering say, oh, there is no much time, life is short, be careful, so we have to come back to the essential. This is the second teaching. The third one has to do with, you have to deal with yourself and there is a moral consideration here that is important is to go from the sense of guilt to the sense of responsibility to become responsible to do something out of your suffering to become a better human being so suffering helps a human being to be a better human being so to get a sense of uh, making Uh, suffering a vehicle for us to become a better human being. This is the third teaching. And the fourth one is that with our own suffering, we get a sense of what our fellow human beings are dealing with. And that's also something which uh, we have to consider. It's, you know, suffering, it's a way towards more humanity, it's the way towards more empathy, more solidarity, more understanding, so we need to get this, we need to look at our own suffering as a way to understand uh, others uh, suffering, our fellow human beings wherever they are in the world, and this is the way to humanize human beings, because without our own suffering we could end up being dehumanized, and very often Uh, This is what we see today, unfortunately. And the last uh, teaching has to do with what I said, which is creativity, that uh, our suffering should be considered as a source of creativity, a way for us to write, to paint, to uh, create, uh, to deal with beauty, make your suffering a way towards beauty, a beauty a way towards celebrating life, and a way towards celebrating life not to worship life, but to beautify life. This is what is important, to beautify, to uh, enhance, to try to change this life into something which is, worth living worth experiencing doesn't mean that we are worshiping life but we are respecting life for what it is a gift and this gift it's coming from God if you believe in God it's coming from life if you believe in life at at any point we have to understand that our suffering it's not a message against life but a way for us to come to the essential to celebrate life, to become a better human being and to be a creative being with our beauty, with, with us producing beauty in the universe of beauty. May the light uh, be with you. Don't forget to tell the people you love that you love them. Life is fragile.